From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Saddle up, because today's debate is the dolphinition of awesome. One side is known for its silky mane and cult following, the other for its playful energy and finpressive mind. It's horses versus dolphins. Which team will triumph? Handsome horses or dreamy dolphins? We have Parisa here from Dallas, Texas to help us choose a winner. Hi, Parisa. Hey. So, Parisa, are you feeling excited for today's debate, yay or nay? Yay. I am very excited and I'd love to hear what everyone has to say. So when I say horses, what do you think of? What pops to mind? So when you say horses, I think of these really majestic creatures, but I also remember a time that I was riding a horse and it kept going faster and faster and I didn't know how to make it stop. Yeah, that's what comes to mind. (laughs) How many times have you ridden a horse? Oh, probably like three or four times, but that last time was definitely my last. (laughs) (laughs) So you have not returned since the accelerating horse incident? Nope, I have not. And what about dolphins? What comes to mind? What's your experience with them? Yeah, I've seen a few dolphins in aquariums and stuff. I really like them. I've read a lot of articles about them too. They seem like really intelligent beings. So I'm excited to learn some more about them today. Okay. Well, let's meet our debaters. Here to defend the elegant equines we love to ride, it's terrible thanks for asking producer Marcel Malikibu. Hi, Marcel. Hey, what's up, Molly? So, Marcel, in a single sentence, why are horses the smash boom best? Well, I mean, horses are strong. They're hardworking. You can put horse shoes on horses. Um, You can brush their (laughs) manes. And they're a very practical pet and or working partner. Excellent. And here to represent those clicking cuties we call dolphins, it's fellow Terrible Thanks for Asking producer, Jacob Maldonado Medina. Hi, Jacob. Hello. So, Jacob, in one sentence, why are dolphins cooler than horses? Well, dolphins, you know, they're free, they're smarter, they're more caring, and they're also sneaky. Mm, All right. Well, let's review the rules of the game. Round one is the Declaration of Greatness, where our debaters will present fact-filled arguments in favor of their side. They'll also each get 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. Then we've got the Micro Round, where each team will respond to a creative assignment they got in advance. Round three is the Sneak Attack, where our debaters will improvise. And to wrap it all up, we've got the Final Six, where each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. Our judge, Parisa, will award two points in the first round, one for her favorite rebuttal, the other for her preferred declaration. And then she'll award one point in each round after that, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. Okay, everybody, are you ready? Yeah. I am very ready. I'm ready. Then it's time for the... Declaration of Greatness. Our debaters will present the most fascinating facts and awesome arguments in favor of their side. We flipped a coin, and Marcel, you're up first. It's time for a declaration of greatness for those winning wonders, horses. From the hills of Central Asia, we've got a majestic beast that is around 50 million years old. This odd-toed ungulate 
is considered to be one of the most influential domestic animals of all time. With a mane deserving of only the finest sulfate and paraben-free shampoos and conditioners available, this champ clocks in somewhere between 900 and 2,000 pounds. That's right, folks, it's horses. Are you excited yet? Well, you should be, because you are on Team Horses. And of course, horses are the greatest animal ever created, but we need to talk about why they're so dope. I want you to imagine a big valley at the bottom of a mountain. You can see trees way off in the distance, yet there are miles of flat open land in front of you. Now I want you to imagine walking or running through the grass. That seems awesome, right? Now add a horse to this equation. Let's call her Hoofert. She's gonna take you from a borderline B minus in enjoyment to a 4.5 GPA level of all out bliss. You throw on a saddle, hop on, and exclaim, yeah, yeah. The wind blows across your face. You can hear the sound of Hoofert's hooves digging into the earth as you're propelled forward through the atmosphere, fast. How fast, you ask? Horses can run up to speeds of 55 miles per hour. That's as fast as a car on the highway. And not only that, horses can run within hours of being born. When do dolphins learn to run again? I'll wait. And if you're worried about Hooford accidentally bumping into a mongoose as you ride into the night, you need not be concerned. Because horses have excellent night vision and impeccable peripheral vision. Horses' range of vision spans nearly 350 degrees. In fact, they have one of the biggest eyes of any land mammal. And if you're wondering how Hooford got those huge eyes, well, those eyes have been evolving from the horse's early ancestor, the Eohippus, for about 50 million years. That's older than your grandma. Hello, Sonny. And horses appeared in cave art around 25,000 years ago. Now that's what I call a long-term relationship. But that interaction was mostly just us eating them. Eventually, though, we started domesticating horses. Domesticating is when we tame an animal and use it as a pet or to do work for us. It is believed that horses were first domesticated in Eurasia between 3000 and 4000 BC. Soon enough, we learned to ride them and have them pull carts. But horses aren't just a form of transportation for us. They've worked with us in many different ways over the years. They've been used as war horses. They've done farm work and plowed fields. They've moved supplies in mines and carried goods. They've pulled fire trucks and worked as police horses. And horses even do... therapy? Yes, it's called equine-assisted therapy. By learning to ride horses, those who have disabilities can build core strength, mobilize their muscles, and learn better body coordination. In something called equine-assisted psychotherapy, participants learn to groom, feed, and lead horses on slow walks. This is shown to help with 
emotional regulation, anxiety, and self-confidence. And horses have been used as emotional support animals and as seeing eye guides. Are you starting to see why horses are so amazing? They're cool, they're fast, they're strong. They even help us heal our minds and bodies. But also, take a second to consider how important horses are as a cultural icon. Think about how many movies and other media have been made about or centered around horses. There's The Black Stallion, Wild Horse, Virginia's Run, My Little Pony. Horses are also embedded into our language because they're an amazing animal whose characteristics apply to every aspect of life. Horseplay, workhorse, horseshoeing, horsefly, horsepower. And kids play with hobby horses, not hobby dolphins. And there are tons of songs about horses. Tennessee Stud by Johnny Cash. There never was a horse like the Tennessee Stud. Wild Horses by the Rolling Stones. Wild horses. There's significant mythology and symbolism about horses, from Pegasus to Sleipnir. Alexander the Great even named a city after his horse, Bucephalus. Look, at the end of the day, and even at the beginning of the day, horses are the obvious win. The only world where horses don't win this matchup is a world where horses never existed. And who wants to live in that one horse town? Literally nobody. So quit horsing around and race over to Team Horses. Wow. What can't horses do? That was incredible. All right, Parisa, what did you think about Marcel's Declaration of Greatness? Yeah, I'm definitely very impressed by that. He brought up a lot of practical uses of horses. And then he got into the science and evolution of it. But then also, you know, made some disses on dolphins that were pretty funny and also pretty true and also tied in the (laughs) culture. So, you know, this is going to be this is going to be a close race. It's a tough one. Well, Jacob, I'm sure you have some thoughts you'd like to share with us. Mm -hmm. It's time for your rebuttal. Do a quick dive and flip this horsey declaration on its head. You've got 30 seconds and your time starts now. Well, you mentioned all those practical uses, which leads me to believe that we've worked horses maybe too much. They could be resentful, hence why there's so many injuries related to horses. Like Parisa said, riding a horse, it started to get a little bit out of control. Personally, I won't be riding a horse, even if it has the most impeccable night vision. It's just not going to happen for me. Also, horses in media, there's also a lot of movies about dolphins. Equally, an entire entertainment industry built around dolphins. I, they're more and free. time. All right, Jacob, I know you are not done with your dolphin thoughts, so mm-hmm. it's your turn now. We want to know why dolphins deserve to be crowned the Smash Boom Best. Hey, my name is Jacob, and I'm here to represent dolphins, the cutest and smartest mammals of the sea. They are... Oh, hold on, just give me a second. Agent Terpios? Agent Terpios, come in. Can you hear me? What's up? You located the enemy submarine? Amazing. Can you tell me who's on board? Never. Quit horsing around. Really? 20 horses? Piloting the sub? I should have known the horses were up to no good. Fantastic work, Agent Terpios. Get back here so we can talk strategy. 
Sorry for the interruption. Agent Terpios is the best spy. I know, dolphins as spies? Sounds like mission imporpissible. But it's real. Dolphins have been trained by various militaries to perform incredible tasks. According to various reports, they've learned to spot swimmers in the water, find landmines, and even detect enemy submarines. They're specially equipped for these tasks because they're really smart, but also because they have amazing biosonar, which means they use echolocation to locate things in the water. Dolphins make clicking sounds, which reflect off objects underwater and allow them to determine how far away and where the objects are, even in the dark. Unlike machines, dolphins can tune out all of the extra noise that might be coming from boats or other sea creatures. Have you ever heard of a horse spy? I didn't think so. Now, when you think of a dolphin, chances are the species you're imagining is the bottlenose dolphin. They're sleek and gray with a fin on their back that people sometimes mistake for a shark fin. Their skin almost feels rubbery, and they're pretty big. They're usually between 6 and 12 feet long, and they can weigh anywhere between 300 and 1,400 pounds. But there are actually over 40 species of dolphins, including the Amazon Pink River Dolphin, yeah, a pink dolphin, and the creatively named False Killer Whale, which, like the real killer whale, is actually a dolphin. Dolphins, like humans, are mammals, which means they breathe air like we do. So they have to come up to the surface every so often to take a breath before heading back into the water. The average dolphin can hold its breath for 8 to 10 minutes. I highly doubt a horse could do that. Dolphins are also incredibly social animals, and they're some of the best communicators in the animal world. Remember those clicks I told you about? Well, dolphins also seem to use those sounds to talk with each other. Some marine scientists think they make special noises to tell each other about the location of delicious fish or to work together on tasks. In fact, research suggests some dolphins even have names for each other. And get this, researchers even think dolphins in different regions have different dialects. A dialect is language that is specific to a certain region, like how in Minnesota, we call soda pop. And in Wisconsin, a water fountain is called a bubbler. Dolphins have even been known to pause to listen to each other and wait before they respond. Most animals talk all at once without any real sense of conversation. So rude. Just listen to them. Ugh. And dolphin families are a lot like ours. They live in groups called pods, and they have their own traditions that they pass down. For dolphins, this means passing down hunting traditions. Mother dolphins have been known to teach younger dolphins how to hunt like their ancestors. This might be corralling a school of fish into a big ball and then diving at them with an open mouth, or chasing fish all the way to the shore and jumping out of the water to catch them. So dolphins are super smart. We know that for sure. But they're also so caring, not just to each other, but to humans too. For example, in 2002, a man named Grant Dixon was on his boat off the coast of Australia when his ship started to sink. He managed to cling to an overturned dinghy, but was wounded and bleeding. A group of sharks soon picked up on the scent of his blood, but before they could attack, a pot of dolphins started circling Grant and splashing their tails. 
their splashing scared off the sharks. And they kept him safe until a boat could come rescue him. I know I'd feel super safe with a dolphin around. A horse, mm, not as much. So let's review. Dolphins are super smart. They're really caring and they make great spies. That's an animal I'd want on my team, which is why I'm team dolphins all the way. Wow. Parisa, what stood out to you about Jacob's Declaration of Greatness? Yeah, this was a really great declaration. I really like how Jacob focused on all of the things that make dolphins really different. Like they're super intelligent and they can be used as spies and they can communicate in interesting ways. So that's definitely a very distinguishing thing that I'm going to be focusing on. I like to see a little difference in how they're approaching it. One's approaching with practicality and one's approaching with you know, uniqueness. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to see where this goes. All right. Well, let's hear Marcel's rebuttal straight from the horse's mouth. Marcel, take 30 seconds to tell us why Team Dolphin needs to rein it in. And your time starts now. First of all, Parisa, I want to say I'm sorry you've been saddled with so many lies about the (laughs) so-called greatness of dolphins. Okay. Um, We're going to start off by saying dolphins are uncivilized. They don't even chew their food. So They are the worst (laughs) dinner guests you could possibly have. Okay, so they're spies, which means you can't trust them. Okay, they could turn on you at any point. They're not your real friends. Horses are real friends. Moving on, pink dolphins. Those are cool, but if you've ever seen The Wizard of Oz, you know that you can dye a horse literally any color. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Marcel was just getting started. I can tell. Uh, Yeah. All right, Parisa, it's time to award your first two points. Remember, we're asking you to judge based on one simple thing. Which side sounds cooler? dolphins or horses you get to decide what that means to you did one team win you over with their storytelling while you with facts make a decision but don't tell us which side is getting your points one for the best rebuttal and one for the best declaration of greatness i have awarded my points excellent jaka and marcel how are you feeling about this beast of a battle so far I think that uh, Marcel's a worthy opponent, but I don't think it's a competition, really. I I think that horses speak for themselves without uh, talking so much like dolphins. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, it's time for a quick break. Trot about, surf some waves, whatever you need to do. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Hiya, Debate Heads. I'm Todd Douglas, and this is my co-host... My co-host... Oh! I'm Taylor Lincoln! Come on, Taylor, get your head in the game. Sorry, my Insta is going nuts. This week on State of Debate, I'm excited to share a clip from my appearance on the reality show Debate Island. You wouldn't believe the fallacies flying around. And on a debate show, no less. All right, all right, let's hear it. Roll tape. And the winner of Debate Island Bahamas is Grandmaster Debate Champion, Taylor Lincoln. She does it again. What a thrilling ride it's been for you, Taylor. It has. I'm so grateful for all the support from my fans. Keep an eye on me. I wish I could. Being stuck on this island's been a real drag. Why don't you leave? The world is flat. 
I can only see the horizon, and my producer told me she knew a guy that fell off the edge of the world and never came back. So I'm staying on Debate Island for the rest of my days. Ooh, I caught a logical fallacy. This is the anecdotal... Shh, hold on, watch. That is not true, and a prime example of the anecdotal evidence fallacy. Your producer made a claim that the world is flat based on her lived experience, when in fact, there is a ton of scientific evidence supporting the exact opposite. The world is round. Your producers are wrong. What? You mean I could have left this island the whole time? Someone get my agent on the phone right now. Yeah. Like I was saying, the anecdotal evidence fallacy is a bad debate tactic because it relies on isolated personal experiences to build an argument. For example, imagine if someone said, I know a person who runs 10 miles a day without stretching. So stretching isn't necessary for runners. Totally weak sauce. There's a ton of scientific research out there supporting the idea that stretching after you run is a good idea. Yeah, anecdotes won't cut it. You got to get the facts. What about you, debate heads? What are some other examples of the anecdotal evidence fallacy? I was going to ask them, Taylor. Well, you can ask them next time on... State State of of Debate! (laughs) Pass. Smash. Smash. Pass. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Parisa. One of my favorite things about this show is all the amazing debate ideas we get from listeners like you. Check out this awesome debate suggestion from Kaylin from Oregon. My Smash Boom Best idea is outer space versus the deep sea. That debate sounds out of this world. We'll check back with Kaylin at the end of this episode to see which side she thinks should win. And now it's back to our debate of the day. Horses versus dolphins. That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round. For this challenge, we asked Jacob and Marcel to describe an amazing concert inspired by their side and tell us how much fun it was to go to. Watch out because they're about to give us the worst case of FOMO ever. Marcel went first last time, so Jacob, you're up. Make us flip out about Team Dolphin's super cool concert. Girl, I have got to tell you about the concert I just went to. It was at the Great Barrier Reef, so you know there were animals from all over the ocean. That's because the Dolphinas were playing. Oh, I know, they're the hottest girl group across the seven seas. The show was amazing. First of all, their vocals. Their chirps and clicks were so in sync. Their high notes would put Ariana Grande's whistle tones to shame. But it wasn't just their singing, their dancing was incredible. The five of them could time their flips and twirls perfectly by using their clicks as a countdown. They never missed a beat. At one point, they even swam out into the crowd and I swear that Delphi's fin touched mine. Yeah, her skin is so smooth, I even heard a squeak. You had to be there. I even think I saw the shark from Jaws hanging out in the back. Oh, it sounds like a great show. It was. All right, Marcel, let's hear about your horsey performance. Yo, I went to this dope concert last night at the barn on Old Town Road. Meg the Stallion was playing, so you know I had to ride out with the herd to see her. It was lit. 
there was free hay everywhere. Everybody had on fresh diamond studded horseshoes and Italian leather saddles. The concert started off with Meg bringing out the Grammy nominated rock group Band of Horses to play her new remix of their B-side hit, I Go to the Barn Because I Like the... And the crowd went so wild that Meg had to tell them to hold their horses. Then Meg had the whole crowd race around the venue to see which crowd member could get on stage with her. And I won. I got to go on stage with her for a whole song. At one point, she even had Snoop Dogg join her on stage and welcomed him with a huge fireworks display. That part was a real dog and pony show, if you ask me. Everybody neighed and whinnied and stomped our hooks the whole night. Now that was a night to remember. Wow, incredible. I can picture it, and I'm jealous. All right, Parisa, what stood out to you about these two concerts? Yeah, with the Dolphin concert, I really liked how Jacob was tying in some science there about the vocals and the rhythm that the Dolphins would have. That definitely gained some points for me. Uh, with Marcel's points, I am a huge sucker for puns, so <laughs> that that's selling me as well. He got you covered there. Well, it's time to award a point, but don't tell us who's getting it. Have you decided? I have decided. Awesome. And it's time for our third round, the super stealthy <laughs> sneak attack. Today's sneak attack is babysitter. Imagine your side is a pro babysitter. Tell us what you'd do with the kids. What kind of games would you play? Would you treat them to snacks, teach them new things? Why should parents hire you to watch their kids? You got it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. We'll give you a few minutes to brainstorm. While you work, let's listen to some soothing hold music. Horses dream of oats and hay After working hard all day They stomp and snort, flip their glossy manes Dolphins dive, chirp and play Drinking fish and surfing waves Sneaky smarties, come on, let's swim away All right. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. Marcel, you're up. Tell us why we should hire Team Horse. Uh, well, first of all, horses are very down to earth. Okay. They're not Ooh. swimming around uh, in the <laughs> abyss. Uh, they can run your children away from danger if needed. Um, I don't know if your children could survive in the water, um, but they can't survive on land. A horse is a great babysitter because... Hay is cheap, so they're very affordable, very practical. <laughs> um, they're great teachers. They're young walk after one day. So there you go. And small horses are ponies, and all children love ponies. <laughs> very persuasive. All right, Jaka, your turn. Tell us why Team Dolphins babysitting chops are tops. Yeah, so dolphins can actually swim in pretty shallow waters, so you can drop your kids off at the kiddie pool for some fun, supervised time with the dolphins. They'll get to splash around and learn how to swim with some of the best swimmers in the ocean. Uh, they can play fetch because dolphins are incredibly intelligent, and they love to play, so they'd also play too. They could do flips, and they could watch the dolphins do all those fun tricks and leap around to keep the kids amused. 
it would basically be the most unique and fun babysitting experience you've ever had. These are both super good options. Parisa, I want you to think about which babysitter really wowed you. Which one would you hire? Trust to watch your kids? Maybe you'd want to hang out with them yourself. Give the babysitter you liked best a point, but don't tell us who you're voting for. Have you decided? I have decided. Okay, then it's time for our last round. The final six. Jaka, you're up. You've got just six words to make a final impression on Parisa here. Let's hear them. Dolphins. Caring, fun-loving, sneaky spies. (laughs) All right, Marcel, you're up. You've got just six words left. Ride a horse, not a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, it's time for the dolphinative decision. Parisa, it's time to award your final point and crown one of these treasured creatures the Smash Boom Best. Have you awarded the final point? I have awarded the final point. Okay, well, tally them up. Are you ready to declare a winner? I'm ready. All right, drum roll, please. The winner is... Horses! Hey! Uh, Let's go! Ew. Horses. (laughs) Parisa, can you walk us through a little bit about your decision-making process? Yeah, definitely in the beginning, I was seeing a lot of practical uses of horses. That definitely, you know, got me thinking that maybe I should be on the horses' side. The concert... For that one, I was I was actually kind of leaning dolphins because I was like, wow, this is really cool. Dolphins can do echolocation. Nah. They're, super, <laughs> <laughs> they're super skilled in that way. In terms of the babysitting, I, I was, I'm going to be honest, I was kind of worried that a horse would trot over my hypothetical <laughs> child. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the last round, I was very forward. I liked um, Marcel's slightly humorous, but also, you know, straight to the point approach and Yeah, that's how I made my decision. Well, that is it for today's debate battle. Parisa crowned horses the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think should win. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and American Public Media. It's produced by Rosie DuPont, Sandin Totten, Ruby Guthrie, and Molly Bloom. We had engineering help from Veronica Rodriguez and Spider. And we had production help from Christina Lopez, Mark Sanchez, and Manica Wilhelm. Rosie DuPont is the voice of our hold music, and our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto. We want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross, Taylor Kaufman, Kiara McMillan, and the Regeneron Science Talent Search. Jacob, is there anyone you want to thank today? Uh, thank my parents for feeding my dolphin obsession as a kid and letting me uh, research them on the home computer. And how about you, Marcel? Any special shout-outs? Horses. Shout-out to just horses in general. They're wonderful animals. They really made this really easy. And Parisa, any special thanks you want to give? Yeah, I'll say thank you to my dad for driving me here because I really don't like highways. Awesome. Before we go, let's hear who Kaylin thinks should win in her outer space versus deep sea debate. I think outer space would win because it is the most unexplored and mysterious. Do you have an idea for a knockdown dragout debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. See ya. Ta-ta.
Is there anything you learned about dolphins today that made you think maybe they're not so bad after all? No, everything made them seem like way worse and, <laughs> and scary. 